0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan, and I am back for another year of the PFL. This year I'm going to be concentrating on the European Series and the, uh, the main American Series as well, which I'm really, really, really looking forward to. That is starting next week, and I will have the preview for that uh, as well. But today I'm looking ahead to the first of the European Series. It goes down on the 25th of March over in Newcastle. Castle in England, uh, and we're going to be concentrating on the men's light heavyweight tournament and the women's 125 pound tournament as well. Um, It's funny, I think these two weight classes are very much concentrated on the the two stars in them. Uh, In the main event, Simeon Powell, very, very good fighter uh, at men's light heavyweight and the women's flyweight we all probably know the court of the chamber now just the I and mean, I, will, I will talk about both of them uh, I suppose off the top uh, here I'm I usually like do a, a a preview for like the overall season to start this. I might even do that kind of next week uh, with the, the normal PFL season. But I think there's so many kind of new voices to concentrate, or sorry, new faces to concentrate on. Uh, I'm kind of, I think I'm just going to go through them one by one here and go through the fights one by one uh, as well. And I've gone back and watched all of this. It's taken a lot of work to to do it honestly because they're not really known fighters for the most part. Powell a little bit. Uh, and some of the, the other few as well, Cheva and some, uh, well, I think in further weight classes, there are more known fighters, that are, especially Irish fighters like Dylan Chuuk, John Mitchell, Franz Malambo um, and, and and others as well. There's a couple of ex-Big Cage Warriors fighters uh, and, and Dominic Quoting obviously the, the ex-champion and stuff like that. So there are a lot of, do you know what, a lot of interesting fighters when you look go on the, the PFL page and look at their roster, there are probably more. Interesting divisions and fighters in this European series than uh, than maybe I was expecting for the, the first iteration of it, and I'm sure it will grow again uh, from there. But as I said, the first one uh, is the uh, the one we're getting in Newcastle next uh, on March 25th, and uh, let's uh, let's get into it here and let's look look at some of the fighters. So Simone Powell, seven and all, he's taking on Mohammed uh, Aminé in the main event here. And to to concentrate, I suppose, on on Powell first, he is a really, really, really good fighter. Um, You look at him and the way he moves, you watch one of his fights for 30 seconds and you really think, like, and uh, Dakota Lechevin, in a very similar way, an athlete, you know, this person moves in the way that the best fighters in the world move. Now, not saying that they are the best fighters in the world or anything like that, but you see certain sports people, whether it's fighters, you know, rugby players, American football, they they move, they run, they 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 get around in a different way to others. And Simeon Paul is one of those people. He's a great outside striker that puts pressure on. He's long, very good reach, very good footwork. Um, which I think Kenny Florian in one of his fights mentioned like. After him, I, you'd notice it before he even said it, but then after he says it, you're looking at it even cl- more closely and are thinking, like, he he really does. It's just, like, the, his ability to kind of switch stances, uh, which, you know, he does, but not as maybe as much as, as some other people actually were going to talk about uh, on, on this card. But the power he has, good takedown defense as well, and he needs it because everyone is trying to take him down. Everyone. Everyone. Um, one part of his game that i think is a slight issue and we you know we saw it with Seattle Gan a, uh, a few weeks ago and it's it's a big part of um the kind of very good striker who's trying to become a good wrestler and have good takedown of it. It seems to be like a reoccurring issue for all of those people. And it's body lock takedowns. Because people are used to maybe, you know, stopping the dog, double leg, stopping the, uh, the the cage clinch, if you want to put it that way, you know, getting the underhooks, either pulling them all the way up or pushing the head down, getting them down. But when did they get to the body lock, you get like the sweep. That's a a different sort of technique that you're also gonna have to master. The, the further you get into your career We've seen it with Powell in a couple of his fights We've seen it with Ganya in the the, la, the two title fights uh, Of his, uh, or two of the three title fights I know he went the interim one in, in the middle of that But um, I think that's a big key issue for him Maybe not in the fight here, which we, we'll talk about in a second But in, in future fights But that's one of the only weaknesses I see Apart from you know him being only still young in his career his body kicks are very good. His cardio looks very good as well. And even after he's taken down, his cardio looks good, which is a really, really, really great sign. But his key trait here, looking at my notes, the one what I've written down, belief. He believes in himself. He's so confident. You can see it in his face, but it, preparation leads to confidence. And I believe this guy is one of the most well-prepared fighters up and coming in the world at the moment. Uh, a really, really, really exciting player prospect and a guy who i like will Flory was supposed to be in this and if will was in it he'd be a very tough matchup uh, for for uh, for Paul. Uh, but i think thankfully for for simeon probably you know probably for the european series in general to to have those two guys meet now is probably not the, the best i think will deserves to be where he is now in the, um, in the um in the world series so i'm glad that is not maybe that's a fight we see next year in the world series possibly uh we we, we will uh, maybe talk about that at the time but um I, I think uh he's going to be a massive favorite here and rightly so with the the ability he has can't speak highly enough of uh of all that ability all I've watched of him has been positive you know okay not all obviously because he's seven fights in he's been taken down a few times but this guy is uh is one I'm really 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 looking forward to seeing move forward um and uh yeah Mohamed Aminidin, his opponent, um, there's not much tape on him. He's 4-1, but hasn't had the fights in a similar sort of place where Powell has, where they've been basically on YouTube and other places. Uh, He is a kickboxer. uh, Showed good technique on defense in one of the fights I watched. It was in a ring. Uh, He's kind of a a pocket counterfighter. So you see Powell throws those long, straight shots a lot of the time, uh, throws his kicks to the body. Uh, Whereas Mohammed throws lots of hooks to the counters in combos so he waits for someone to throw and then he hooks in that pocket and then it's maybe hook jab hook or then a hook 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 or hook kick hook or something like that lots of hooks right in there um that at light heavyweight is but a great trait to have because it'll get you a lot of knockouts against guys who maybe aren't as good a kickboxer as you, but will also get you hit very hard. And I was watching one of his fights uh, where he did exactly what I talked about there—kind of hooking in the the counters—and um, he got absolutely dropped by a wrestler hard. But he has an absolute iron chin. Now I think he's going to need it here uh, against uh, Simeon Paul, uh, but he does, and it's a it's, I think it's a, it's an interesting fight. I, I definitely favour Paul, but he's coming in there against the guy. And I said earlier about Paul, he's going to need good takedown defense because everyone's going to try to take him down. I, I, I think uh, Amine isn't, to be honest. I think he's a kickboxer. I think he's going to kickbox with him. Now, how long does that last? Maybe very quickly he turns into a wrestler. But I think from the start, he won't be. I do think this is going to be a kickboxing match early. I think I mean, he was not going to be afraid to throw at him, uh, and I think that'll probably get him knocked out. If I'm being honest, but this is the fight for me. This is the, the or the fighter for me in the men's light heavyweight division that stands out, and I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, partake in this fight. And um, uh, is it Saturday? is it Friday night Saturday? I'm not sure. When's the twenty third? Let me look it up here. It is a oh, it's Thursday, in fact. Thursday, so I'll have a nice uh, Thursday uh, evening. Oh no, it's the 25th, sorry, it's the 25th, did I say the 23rd? It is, yeah, so that, that makes it uh, Saturday night, Saturday night. So Never mind, never listen to me, it's Saturday night. Right, the comment event in is the other person I mentioned, Dakota De Cheva, and God Almighty, this woman is something, something special. Um, you can't help but look at her as well for the first 30 seconds, 90 seconds, I think she is... Something special She really She's tall Rangy Um, Switches stances Her long kicks are lovely You know when you see a tall fighter And they throw those front kicks Up through the middle To the face Or to the body It just makes them Even more dangerous You know they have so many Advantages over their opponents And then they use those Advantages to their advantage If you want to put it that way And she really really does that uh, I Very accurate strikes And You know In all Asp- all um, divisions of MMA athletes really stand out. But in a women's flyweight division in Europe, she is massively standing out. She's standing out like a sore thumb here. She, look, she's so much better than everyone else. I would be very surprised if she didn't run through every single person here in the division. I watched them all uh, last night, and she is the standout without a shadow of a doubt. And she's getting better. Watch her earlier fights. And she's better now, getting better with combos. She's great in the clinch. She's actually fighting out of ATT uh, on the moment as well. And you can see she's nasty on the ground, ground and pound, good takedown defense. She just looks a level above. Plus, she has good cardio, plus, she has power. Like, I've started using the phrase again. I think it's a phrase we used to always use before. But it's a very appropriate phrase for Dakota Deceva. No known weaknesses. That's the phrase I would use for her. And she really, really doesn't. Uh, I would be very surprised if she didn't win this. I would be very surprised if they didn't have a world version next year. I would be very surprised if she didn't win that. And I would be very surprised if she didn't become like a star. Like... This, this might sound wild here now, but I think Dakota Cheva is the type of person who's going to get the 20-0, and 0, you know? I feel like she's one of those fighters. She's a special, special, special fighter. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see her here. Her opponent is Malin Hermanson. Someone else, who I think, who... I watched one of her early fights, and God Almighty, she has improved an awful lot since those early fights. Uh, look, she's not going to be a, at the level of Cheva, I don't think, but to describe her as a fighter... She reminds me a little bit of, like, a Diaz brother. Maybe one of the Diaz sisters there, uh, her Manson sister. Uh, Not the most athletic in the world, but has made herself into, like, this real awkward Diaz-style mover. Nice enough jab and combos behind them, but not much power behind them, I would say. She loves to, like, dip the head, uh, which tries to, like, will her opponent to come in and land strikes. If she does that against Dakota Dacheva, she's going to get front-kicked in the face and probably knocked out. So I would say do not do that against Dakota Dacheva, but that's her style, that's the way she fights, and I'm not sure how she's going to change that up because she is a counterfighter. She likes to draw people in. She has become more confident in that countering ability in recent fights, but if you're that confident against Dakota Deceva, you're you are uh, going to have big problems. I don't think her wrestling is strong enough to take her down. Uh she has been taken down herself before. I would be I, I like I think Dakota Deceva will destroy her on the feet, to be honest, but if she wants to take it to the ground, I think it'll be even easier. Um yeah. The only issues Dakota Deceva has here are in the pocket if she gives uh, Milan Hermanson the ability to counter her, which I don't think she will. So yeah, I, I, I suspect an easy night on Saturday night for Deceva, and I expect expect many easy nights on many Saturday nights for the Cheva in, in the coming years um, let's move on and we will uh, we will we we'll, we'll go fight by fight here with the way to have it uh, Kenneth Berg against uh, Jacob uh, in Doe um, is a, a, an interesting enough fight Berg <clears throat> very big very muscular Uh, throws hard to get it to the ground very fast and moving in transitions and he doesn't look at you you know you look at him and he has that you know that big kind of Muscular, tattooed, cumbersome looking uh, physique. And he does look a little bit cumbersome on the feet, but as I said, throws the power on the feet. But when it gets to the ground, his ability to kind of take the back and transition is really, really good. Loves to attack the neck. That big power as well on the feet. He goes for like standing guillotines, pulls guard, and goes for the guillotines. As I said, the ability to take the back and get rear naked chokes as well. Um, Nine and one in his career, so he's very, very dangerous. All of these fights tend to go to the ground and get submissions. There isn't loads of tape out there that I've seen in many of him standing. And most of it is throwing those big power shots inside. Uh, Jacob Indodin is very aggressive. So this is going to be a, two very aggressive lads fighting each other. You know, I've never seen anyone like throw as much with like their head down and just throws bombs, rushes you into the clinch, knees inside, big takedowns, aggressive as well on the floor, on the feet, a very good jab when he takes his time, but he doesn't take his time that often. I would suggest here maybe taking his time against Berg and trying to keep him at the outside of that jab uh, will be the the best way forward. But I think this is all about who gets on top. And when I mean on top, I mean literally like on top, on the ground, someone's going to get a takedown here. I think Indo is going to end up pushing Berg against the cage. Will Berg's strength be enough to like turn him around, get the initiative himself, and then get a takedown. Or else, like, when he pushes him against the cage, will he pull that guillotine? That would be my prediction for Indo pushing him against the cage and getting caught in the Berg guillotine very early is a likely outcome of this fight or a likely outcome of the first round of this fight anyway. We'll see where it goes after that. But, yeah, two guys who are aggressive, like the fight on the ground, and are very strong. and We'll we'll see how it goes, I suppose, after that. I think Berg will probably be just about favourite there. Um... But we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. I might as well give my picks what we go. got. I'm obviously going to go Powell, obviously going to go Deceva, and uh, I'll probably lean Berg in, in that one. Um, the next fight in, uh, the, the women's flyweight fight between uh, Gret Ekut and Mafara Carmona. Uh, you know, Gret is... Uh, A person who doesn't fight that much is a bit undersized, I would think, for the division. She has a good jab and a good one-two. Not the best takedown defense. Not the best on the ground, unless she's on top. And then she has very good takedown defense. But uh, I think she fought Bryony Tyrell and was, like, absolutely destroyed on the ground against a a good level of fighter. Carmona on the other side of it. She only debuted in 2021. Very strong. She's a striker, good footwork. Uh, she wings in that right hand, nice and varied. But I don't see enough combos from her. She's an issue with take down defense uh, as well. You would think that Grit will be trying to take this fight to the ground. That would be that would be my most likely method of victory for her. But uh, I'm not sure she is. She's a little bit of the kind of the Gunnar Nelsons at times. She's not. Um, what's the word, as, as proactive enough with with the takedowns, which could be an issue here. I think if the fight stays on the feet, I think Carmona's striking is a little bit better uh, and I think she will win it. So I'm going to go for uh, for Carmona here, but it's a 50-50 enough-ish fight there. Um, moving on, Antonio Salamone against Daniel Ladero. Uh, He's a very interesting fighter as well this, this is a funny one Salamone uh, fought Will Flurry there recently I watched a bit of him before Very athletic fighter as well Could cause a few problems for Simone Powell maybe If they if they're meet in the future uh, He's powerful Likes the side control Bit of an old school fighter as well a Vicious ground and bound um, He's kind of that classic Push you against the cage and clinch you type of fighter Uh, Power takedown fighter but that was his issue against, say, someone like a Will Flurry, someone who is more powerful than him, who he can't pick up and take down. It's always going to be an issue. Now, you look at the other side of it, Daniel there, he's power as well, but more power, I think, in the punching. He's good against the cage, though, good in the clinch, very good on the ground, has a few wins by knee bar and things like that, has, like, a jumping heel hook win in 16 seconds in one of his fights as also well. So Salamone better be very careful for what he wishes for here. I think this is almost guaranteed to end up in the clinch and on the ground. And who wins it there? Like I, my initial thought would be Salamone the better all around fighter. We haven't uh, we haven't seen a lot of Daniel Ladero. Only four fights, and a lot of them are kind of leg lock, heel hook type type of quick submissions. Um, honestly, uh, like I will pick Salamone to win this, but I would not at all be surprised if Ladero caught him in a submission and ended up winning uh, the fight from there. Um... Then in the women's fly' I, I probably should have done these in, in a row in terms of the divisions. But back to the women's fly we had uh, Carlina Holm against uh, Marta Walicek. Uh, Home is a southpaw who's good in the clinch and tries to get it there all the time. So uh, she fought uh, Carmon, I think it was, uh, a few years ago. And I watched their fight and it was a real battle. Um, knees in the clinch. Good athlete but not a great striker and she just wants to get inside. She's good on the ground as well. Actually very good on the ground and she looks like a good athlete on the ground. On the feet not big issues not the technical striker that you would expect that at this sort of uh, of level and that 5-5 five and five record shows it uh, Valishek is 6-5 and five in, very square stands also wants it on the floor but throws some nice high kicks good knees in the open clinch very aggressive and an extremely loose fighter again I do think this will hit the ground and it's anyone's game for there I think uh, Holmes' athleticism on the ground might win it for her um but again, another another coin flip here. I think it's good matchmaking, honestly, and we'll we'll uh, we'll. I suppose we'll see how that one goes. Um- and there's uh, there's one more fight so there's a few other fights on this card as well uh, Abdella Rami uh, hasn't been match made yet so maybe by the time this video comes out he will have a fight and there's a few uh, undercard fights uh, as well which I'm sure maybe will be backup fights uh, I know Louis Monarch is on this card as well who's a very good fighter he's uh, 18 fights he's fighting Oscar Onsworth uh, in the lightweight division I don't think that's in the tournament but maybe a backup or something like that Louis uh, uh, Lee Scott Sam Robinson are also fighting I think there's a Lewis McGrillan, uh, Salah uh, Kulunakak fight as well. But the the last fight in the women's flyweight division in is Lizzie uh, Givers against Valentina uh, Skatizi. Uh, Valentina Skatizi is the sister of Danielli Skatizi, who uh, trains out of SVG Ireland uh, and uh, fights over in Bellator. I know uh, Valentina has been training an awful lot with Danny McCormack for her Invicta title fight. Um, and you know I spoke to Danny about her and she said, look, she's a very good fighter. You can see by her. Uh, her fights the two she's had so far very very aggressive and very very strong she got caught in a submission last one of her fights the other one uh, she was able to go in and get the win there and you know not much tape on her at all and almost no striking tape on her uh, as a professional so you know your guess is as good as mine uh, what to expect there I suppose but very good takedowns very good ground upon I said very aggressive as well uh, Lizzie Jeevers on the other side then only three fights as well she's 3-0 and um, again strong-looking, aggressive-looking, scrappy striker, likes to clinch and throws, good on top, uh, nice knees in the clinch, good passer, good BJJ at home on the ground. So two very similar fighters, I would say, and I think that, that fight comes down massively to the takedown. Who can get that takedown? Who can win in the clinch? Who is stronger in the clinch will determine this fight, I think. Um... And you know Determine who moves on I suppose In in the competition And and gets to the 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 next stages of it Um, Still very young In their careers But like you look say the winner of that let's let's say the winner of that fight was to fight the winner of Cornelia Holm and against Marta Valicek, I think they'd have a good chance of probably winning, you know, that fight uh, against people with a lot more um, you know, uh, on their record and a lot more experience uh, than them. And even like the 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 great uh Akut fight against uh, uh, Carmona, I think even that one, you now you might draw the short straw and you might end up fighting uh, Dakota Decheva. But uh, yeah, I think um, uh, I I I think uh there uh no one will want that one. <laughs> Maybe one of the other ones might find it uh, a little bit easier to get through there. But yeah, look, a very uh, uh I think there'll be better cards this year in the PFL European Series. But I like the Simone Powell fight. I think uh I think that'll be good. Uh, I think the will put on a show. I think the best fight the night will probably be Jack Endo against Kenneth Berg. Um, and uh, th- I'm very interested to see if Ladero can get the submission. And you know what in the women fight flyweight division. I, I I said it there three or four times. There's a lot of like athletic women there who are not that, um, um. You know, don't have that many wins or don't have that many fights. Even, but someone could emerge. Like, who's going to emerge? Like, if there's a re- one of those. The, the last two fights I said there two good wrestlers, uh, Skatizzi and Shevers one of them can emerge like as a, as a very good wrestler and goes in there uh, against the Cheva and can like get a few takedowns their, their stock could rise very very quickly in that division so that's the sort of the thing I'm kind of watching these fights for and willing to uh to, to, to give this undercard a chance to, to see who emerges and see who becomes you know uh, like in, in the, the series last year Ryoji Kudo was a guy for me that I kind of never heard of before just watched him coming in to prepare for the preview and in the his you know Brendan Loughnan fight and he's a couple of fights around that really impressed me, and now he's one of my favorite fighters to watch. I'm looking forward to seeing him fight. I think, is he fighting next week or is he fighting? He's fighting in, definitely in this series, anyway. So, I'm really looking forward to that. But that's what I want to see emerge in either you know the light heavyweight division here or the the women's flyweight division. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see if and uh, when that happens, but um. Yeah, I will leave it there for for this one. I will be back in, in a few weeks again for the, the next uh, PFL European series. That is coming up. I'll tell you now when that is. That is the 8th of July. So that's a good bit away as well. Uh, that is the number two series. That's going on in uh, München. And then the third one is in Paris on the 30th of September. And then in beautiful Ireland on the 8th of December, which I've already my hotel book for that. So I'll be at that. So keep an eye here on Sherdog.com for all of those previews and for the next 10 weeks or whatever it is for the PFL uh, series as well, which starts uh, on the Fool's Day on the 1st of April over in uh, Nevada and uh, keeps going every week then for the next few weeks after that. All right, everyone, I will leave it there. My name is Sean Sheehan for Sherdog.com, and I'll see you all next time.